0: On today's show, X gonna give it to you, THJ gonna give it to you, Grant Williams gonna give it to you, Luca gonna give it to you. The Mavs beat the Lakers. How? We'll break it all down in more on today's Like On Mavs. I'm Luca Lentic and this is Locked On Mavericks. NBA champions. He It's good, and the
1: have won the game. If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away.
0: And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, Media Member and MBA Channel Manager for Locked On Podcast Network, where we let it ride after a win. Let it ride. Thanks for being part of the show. Making Locked On Maps your first listen today, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day. Leave a five-star review, like the video, and comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section what's one thing that stood out to you in this Mavs win against the Lakers. Oh man! Joining me as always on a post-game, the post-game prodigy. What you got for me? Slightly
1: biased. Three words. Delusional. <laughs> the space you're getting into right now. Yeah. I'm start- I told you last night. I said, I'm starting to feel pretty good about this team i feel really good if they pull out some wins in the next week. There's like a winning culture you have to hit at a certain point,
0: and it has to like if you hit it early enough in the season, your team all of a sudden believes yeah. we're good. We're a good team, you know. Like there's a different threshold that I think you have to hit if you're okay. We deserve to be up here. Like this is like we have to bring it every night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's the opposite of that, and that's what's happening to the Detroit Pistons right now. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some other factors that play there, i.e. Uh, they're terrible. They are very terrible. That's very, that's very true. Uh, but the Mavs get a win against the Lakers. They are now uh, 15 and 8 on the season. They win again against the Lakers, and they didn't have to blow a 20 point lead in the fourth quarter for this one. We'll talk about how uh, we'll talk about how Tim Hardaway Jr. stepped up in a massive way. We'll talk about how Grant Williams returned in a massive way. The Mavs were without Kyrie, without Derek Jones Jr., without Josh Green, without Maxi Kleba, and a ton of guys made a big impact in this one. But I want to start here. Jason Kidd said something in the postgame press that I thought was interesting uh, in, ju- in just that it's very obvious. Luca leads the league in amount of times he's doubled. It, he has to because he yeah. gets doubled so much. He got doubled in this game so often. They sent two on the ball all the time. It was always like Cam Reddish plus Anthony Davis, Torian Prince plus Anthony Davis plus LeBron. It's like whoever else was on. They sent two on the ball every single time. And when that happens, when Luca's on it, when he's got his, the passes going, when Luca can create a little bit for himself, when they get some space, you can get wide open threes whenever you want because mm-hmm. of Luca. He creates yeah. those, and man, did Tim Hardaway Jr., Grant Williams, and Dante Exum take advantage of that? Uh, those guys all together. Let's see, seventeen for <laughs> seventeen for twenty six. <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. That's
0: pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. And Tim missed five, and that was like a, a bad three-point shooting score for those yeah. three. They took advantage of every single time he got doubled.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny because last night he had six assists, and... He, I mean, last night could have had the same assist total as tonight. Like He did the same exact thing where he was getting doubled every, every time and just yeah. found the open guy every single time. But tonight, like Timmy's back, so he's knocking down those shots more often than not. And Exum went 7 of 9 from 3, I mean, which is just absolute insanity. And I think a hard, I saw Darvin Ham after the game said that their numbers said to just pretty much leave Exum open. And this is what we've been talking they're, about. They're right. Yeah, this is what we've been talking about. Like, if Exum wants to get legit minutes, he's going to have to hit threes. And, wow, tonight he was hitting them. Exum has hit –
0: how many threes do you think Exum has hit this season? <sighs> Including tonight? No, before tonight. Six. Eight. <laughs> oh. I knew, it, I knew it couldn't be a lot. He was 8 of 28 coming into this. Xum hasn't hit – Exum hit 13 threes for the Cavs in 24 games. <laughs> he hit uh, – what did He hit – 18 in 42 games for the Jazz. He hit like this is a for a season <laughs> his rookie year he hit 83, but still he this is not a guy that has shot the three point shot well. And then he goes over to Europe for for two years. He adds the three point shot. He becomes a very good three point shooter in the Euro League actually. And then comes back over and we kept saying this is the swing skill for him. If he can have this three, he can make a big impact on this team. And boom, Luca gets doubled. Even the the winning basically the dagger play at the end. Luca gets doubled, throws a. Cross court pass all the way to Exum, right in the corner, hits it, and you're just like, "What am I watching?" Like Landon Thomas was was sitting in front of me, and just every time he kept hitting a three, he kept turning around with like mouth agape, like, "What am I? What am I witnessing right now?" Because it was just
1: wild every time he hit a three. It's just so nice when he shoots. It's just such a, it's just such an added weapon to this team. And then, I mean, you don't expect them to go seven of nine from three every night, but now I do. Sh- Talk about <laughs> yeah. delusional. That's, this is where I am now. Yeah, true. That's the that's the downside of being on the Dallas Mavericks and playing good is that <laughs> you play one good game, it's over for you, really. You just set yourself up for disaster. Now we all but, expect it. Yeah, like Great Williams cannot have a three-game bad shooting stretch. No, or else not again. You're the worst signing in the history of Mavericks <laughs> franchise. Go back to calling him fat. <laughs> we should have kept Reggie Bullock. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but no... uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, but you start stringing together enough games where you're knocking down threes, and now defenses have to sort of account for you, and that opens up things for you to do what XM really likes doing, which is driving and attacking the rim and getting past his defender. Sneaky quick guy.
0: Oh. Sneaky athletic.
1: Sneaky athletic. They,
0: what Something I saw in this game specifically is the Lakers were so ready for every Lively role. Anytime yeah. Lively came up and set a screen – and it was like a Luka and Lively pick and roll. And so Lively rolls, and all of a sudden, somebody comes over to help on Lively. Well, if someone's coming over to help on Lively, like somebody that's not part of that pick and roll, basically, that means a shooter is open. But they they cut off the Lively lob. There wasn't as many. Lively had, what, four shots in this game, and two of them were post-ups where he yeah. where he hit a hook shot. One on LeBron at the start of the game which where I was like, who is this guy? Like, to post-up LeBron and to hit a hook shot over? Like, that... That takes some cojones to borrow the Tim McMahon term like that, man. I st-
1: I still have a, th- a feeling about Lebron that he's coming here. I really, I really do. I I've, I felt it in the summer, the where there was some smoke, and I was like, it kind of makes some sense. And I don't know, I still kind of feel it in my bones. Uh, well, you
0: just you just look at like up, you know some of the photos after the game and you're like, you're like Luca and LeBron talking and you got the Kyrie connection. Kyrie tried to like, you just look at like this like there. They're They got a connection there. I just, I don't man. That would be wild,
1: man. Hey, you can't leave a champion though. Leave a champion. What? LeBron can't leave a champion. They just won.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. They won five games and then they won a bubble title. He can leave whatever he wants. True. No, that yeah we'll see on we'll see on that going forward. We'll to, we'll I'm sc- stamping
1: it. What? We'll go for it. Yeah, call it. Call it in the uh, air. I'm, somewhat, I'm 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 not ready to go all in, but I just called a pretty big race. <laughs>
0: he comes to the Mavericks and then he just completely falls off a cliff. That's what. I, <laughs> yeah, father I
1: mean. time wins. Does that mean they're getting Bronny too? Maybe getting Bronny, but then LeBron comes out and says, "Yeah, I didn't really want to play, but I knew they were about to fire a Kid, and I was just setting myself up for a head coaching spot." <laughs> and then LeBron becomes the head
0: coach of the Mavericks. I feel like that's the last thing he would want to do. Also, yeah, he loves yeah, kids. So he was the one that wanted true. the Lakers to hire kid, and then they didn't. But the them them picking up lively on every role was another thing that, that created more space. Like we talk about gravity for shooters, gravity for a role man. We saw it in this game. You saw when Lively would, would roll somebody would come over and that that creates gravity like he like literally like there is now someone orbiting him that wasn't orbiting him before and now there are other planets and celestial objects that are out there that are wide open for shots and that was Tim Hardaway Dante Exum Grant Williams and uh man <laughs> it was just it was just an offensive just they diced them up this Lakers defense that had just made that they had literally just made that Pacers team who's the number one offense in the NBA look just Completely, like they didn't know what they were doing, and they have scored a hundred. They had hundred and thirty-two offensive rating, which is just
1: like next level. Yeah, I mean they were dynamite, and it played out how I thought it would. I thought I sent out some gambling advice earlier today, you know, something I rarely do ever, but um, I was wrong. So, but (laughs) I was part, I was partially right though, because I thought. I thought over on assists, which were eight and a half at the time, and he oh. obviously cruised through that. I thought they're going to do exactly what they did to Hal Burton. They're going to trap them, They're going to double them, They're going to be very aggressive, and Luca will find the guys, and if the Mavericks have any chance of winning, they need to hit their threes, which they did, uh, but then I thought they'd go under on points, which was 32 and a half, and he got 33. Speaking of gambling advice, the FanDuel
0: line before this game was four and a half in favor of the yeah. Lakers, and... With, like, two seconds left, the Lakers call a timeout, and there's a guy sitting in front of me in, like, the media section, and he's, like, throws his hands up, and I was like, they're trying to cover the spread because <laughs> it was four and a half, and they were down, I think they were down four or something like that. No, the Lakers there. were fa- four and a half point favorites. That's so what I'm saying. The Lakers done. were four and a half, so the Mavs were, were four. So, anyway. But. The Mavs is <laughs> covered, though. Yeah. No. Just, I was messing with them. <laughs> Don't take gambling advice from Nick. Don't take it from me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to add or subtract or anything. Uh, but it was. It was like, why did they call this timeout with two seconds left? I mean, they're they're not gonna get this. But all right, run the Fanduel ad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, coming up, let's talk about how Luca looked in this game. Let's talk about uh, how he came back from from injury several times, like Luca does. Was it Luca boo boos? Was it just regular stuff? We'll talk about some of the other role players and what their roles could be going forward, and more t- coming up. Today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has partnered with the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Show and Josh Lloyd. Just a genius. Like, honestly a genius because Josh Lloyd picks the eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. He texted them to me earlier today. I updated the ad copy. And here's what one of them is. Dante Exum. What a, ge- what a genius this Josh Lloyd guy is. Pick him for your fantasy team. I'm sure a bunch of people are going to now. He said, quote, The Mavs are struck down with injuries, and while that is the case, Exum looks like a solid add. Well, I think so. I think Exum has been a very solid add. He got you a bunch of threes in this game if that's something that you're interested in for your team. So, just like Josh Lloyd... Uh, on Lockdown Fantasy Basketball is going to give you help to win your fantasy championship. eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, same as your vehicle. If you have a ride or die or if you have a car where you just need some, something like for it, you, you need to replace something. I've got this back windshield wiper where the place that I went to, they like, we'll we'll replace your wipers for free. And I was like, okay, cool. And so they replaced the wipers. They forgot the back one. So now I need a back wipers. I'm going to eBay motors and I'm going to get that. You can get over 122 million different parts for your car. Go check it out. Roof rack, bumpers, brake kits, LED headlights, all kinds of stuff like that. Go check it out with eBay guaranteed fit. It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time or your money back. Plus these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die live at eBay Motors. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions, they do apply. Take with show. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us on Locked On Maps, being part of the show, part of the Raccoon Squad, listening every day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Go check out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube channel. They've got live twenty four seven. Stream, we also have a Dallas, Locked On Sports Dallas channel that has, like, Dallas-related stuff streaming all the time. You've probably seen this show on it, Locked On Cowboys, Locked On Rangers, Locked On Stars. Put it on and watch it in the background and check out some of the shows. See if there's another one that you like. All right, slightly. The Mavs win this game. Luca gets doubled all the time. But still, Luca, 33 points, 17 assists. Insanity. 17 assists for Luca and... He keeps one upping himself with these passes. There was one in this game, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. He's like posting up. Xum's at the top of the 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 circle. And he passes it behind behind and over his head through two defenders. Yeah. I was right in line. Like I was it was I was sitting where I was sitting, and then Luca and Eksum were like right in line with me. So I was like right in line with the pass. And I just watched that ball sail right through two defenders. And it's just more impressive when you see it from a different angle than when you just see it from the broadcast angle. His yeah. passing has been absolutely insane.
1: And this is why I don't I don't like doing assist to turnover ratio for as like an end all be all for playmakers, because I think Luca could have some like insane assist to turnover ratio if he really wanted to. But the I mean, 17 team. to 4 is very yeah. good. <laughs> very 17 good. to 4 is crazy. I'm talking like the the 12 to 1, 13 to 0s yeah, that you see yeah. now, like more frequently. But like the type of passes he throws are just nuts like insanity. And it's like every player on the court is open. That's how you know he's a generational all-time playmaker. Every single player on the court, no matter where you are, no matter the angle, no matter how many guys are in front of you, you have the chance to get the the basketball. And there was a crazy pass in the first quarter where Luca just rocketed a pass to Hardy in the corner, and I don't even know if Hardy was ready for it, and he dropped it out of bounds.
0: He was not because he did drop
1: (laughs) it. Yeah, he dropped it out of bounds. And it's like, I don't know how that doesn't happen more often. I guess these guys are just so you know, trained at this point where it's like, all right, you just have to be ready for a pass from Luca. Even if it doesn't make sense, it might come to you, but it's just like, it is, it, it is incredible to watch. Like it really is. So like, people who like say, Oh, I don't like watching Luca because isolation ball, you're an idiot and you don't like basketball. <laughs> you just expose yourself. <laughs>
0: He hasn't ISOed as heavy as he
1: has in the past, and when he does, he still leads the league. in ISOs. They saw, they saw that on the broadcast. I know,
0: but it's still not as bad as it has been in the past. And they're not playing as slow as they have been in the past yeah. either, so it, it lightens it a little. So if you've if you've maybe turned the maps off because you don't like to watch that style, it is it is lessened, I think, in recent days. But yeah, Luca with just some incredible incredible stuff. Uh, he got hit in the mouth, and it was he was bleeding. Didn't get a foul call. He got that late tech with like forty seconds left. It was just just a. Bad tech. He complained about it after the game and said, you know, I was screaming, but it wasn't like it was unintentional. Basically, it was what he was saying about who he was screaming to. And he was like, we got to be better than this because he keeps getting these weird texts on stuff. I'm sure this one will get rescinded. That was an objectively terrible tech
1: to take. There's no way they rescind that. You don't think so? He was yelling at the ref. Like last night's tag, did they rescind it or not? Would they have announced that already? I don't like think that. It would It wouldn't make sense to rescind that tech or the one with Chris Dunn or whatever. But this one if you got off the ref I feel like they hardly ever send those, do they? depends. He's had it, he's had it before where it happens. I mean I got, I got his frustration on that play though because they have been incredibly inconsistent with the kickball calls like yeah. I, I don't I honestly don't even know how they're interpreting the rule anymore because Luca in the past has kind of lived off those of like the shot clocks winding down he'll throw it off at a finner's foot <laughs> and like they don't call those anymore for him usually. And that was, uh, I mean, by the nature of the rule, I don't think that was a kickball. Like, Lively didn't intentionally kick it. It just bounced off his foot. Yeah. So I get the frustration, but that was an objectively bad tech <laughs> to take. But, I mean, he played it tremendous, so we don't care.
0: He was mad. He was definitely mad about it. Yeah. Uh, because it, it it did. It ended on, like, a really good – Luca and Lively altered LeBron's shot there at the end yep. where it was, like, a good defensive play, and then it just took the wind out of the sails of of all that. But – Mavs still get the win in this one. Tim Hardaway Jr., 32 points, three assists, three charges he took, too. I think he leads the league now. I think think they said that as well. Five of ten from the three and seven of eight from the free throw line. Him attacking and getting to the free throw line is not something I wanted him to do Mm. before (laughs) because I feel like his decision-making was not not great in the last couple of years. But this year, I feel like he's taken a step forward as – Uh, A ball handler, I feel like he's taking a step forward as an attacker. And when he attacks, like, he's making stuff happen. And you just love to see it because the Mavs desperately
1: need somebody like that. Yeah, his pace just feels better. Like, especially when – very rarely do these possessions even happen. But every now and then they will where he's, like, a pick-and-roll ball handler. His pace just feels more in control than in years past. It feels like he's just, you know, barreling towards the basket or whatever it is he's doing or just shooting, like, a contested jumper. Like, it feels like he's more in control now. And he's, like, going out like AD. It's not like he's – you know, taking advantage of easy matchups, like he's attacking hard, and it is great to see. And this is why, like we talked about, it, like if you're trading away Tim Hardaway Jr., which you know uh, it makes sense given his contract and stuff like that, and he's a valuable player, I think there's a lot of teams out there that would like to have a Tim Hardaway Jr. You there better be a replacement because the volume shooting and the stuff that Tim's provides it can be frustrating, but it, that is not easy to replace.
0: You've either at got all. like if you're going to get rid of at this point, if you're going to get rid of Tim, I think we we've, we've said this before. You've got to replace it with elite defense. You just have to, because you have yeah. to like improve yourself in one area so much better than where you are right now. Like it has, to, you have to get an elite def- defender back in some way. Yeah, because the Mavs still in this game allowed they. The Lakers took forty-five shots at the rim. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, you got to, to give back. some it credit to. took ninety-one to. in the game. That's over fifty percent of the shots they took. It's
1: crazy. Mavs took fifteen just to compare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a three-point – this was a jump shooting contest for the Mavericks. But You got you have to tip your cap to LeBron and AD because they played tremendous. So good. And there's just – I mean, there's just nothing this Mavericks roster can do really against those guys. And um, I think all things considered, it's crazy because the Lakers scored 125. I, I think the defense did well enough to win the game, which is exactly what they did. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're without Derrick Jones Jr., one of their bigger defenders, uh, Maxie obviously. Uh, and Josh. Right. Anyways, um, <laughs> wow, wow, wow! How the
0: how the Aussies have fallen. Just one you know Aussie, one Aussie. There can only be one good Aussie on the Mavericks at all times. It feels like.
1: I wonder if that's why Exum's playing so well because there's another Aussie <laughs> and they like don't need a translator. The Sydney Suns, the Dingo, the Dingo dudes, Kyrie too. He's born there. We'll you think count. they ever talk about that, or Kyrie's just like I'm not Australian? bro. Sorry, like I don't even claim it. <laughs> Uh I think Kyrie would claim it. <laughs> you think
0: so? I think, I think Kyrie is claims things. Okay. It's part of who he is. It's part of Yeah, him. no problem with that. Yeah, Tim Ardo, Tim Ardo Jr. was excellent in this game though. You you've got to give him credit, especially with Kyrie out. He got to the stand yeah. though after after the game. He got to the podium. He picks up the stat sheet and he goes, damn, minus six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's cuz he was a minus 6 and the plus minus. That's uh, a, those those minutes could have been minus 30. So that's why plus minus can be very misleading though. Yeah. Cuz like minus 6, there was a group of there was a five man lineup that was a disaster towards the end of the third quarter. And it's just it's just how it had to play out cuz Luka needed a rest and you're missing so many guys <laughs> like it, it just had to be and Seth Curry was hurt too. Yeah. He was and, minus 12 in that third quarter. Yeah. I mean, it again it could have been minus 30. So I mean like <laughs> We'll take a minus six. It kept us in the game. Get the Mavericks in the game. They found a way. Like they they found
0: a way to win, and they found a way in the the non Luca minutes. Um, they were six and six, six to six in the in the first quarter when he checked out after he had that weird like ankle injury where Reeves flopped into him. Oh my gosh, can we oh. talk about that? Like just completely a flop right under Luca, and then he landed on him and he hurt his ankle. Uh, It was a Luka Boo Boo because he came back and he scored a lot. But the Mavs went 6-6 and when Luka subbed out after that. And then he subbed out in the third quarter and the Mavs went 5-10. and So that was the the stretch where it could have been a lot worse. But they found a way to get at least a couple
1: (laughs) couple baskets in
0: that one and and not allow them to score like 30 in that one. But coming up, let's talk about some of the other guys that, that showed up. Derek Lively. Let's talk about Grant Williams' return. How did they look in this one? What can their roles be going forward? We'll talk about all that and more coming up. Today's episode brought to you by GameTime, GameTime.co, GameTime the app. Go check it out and see what's available for you. They have tons of stuff all the time, all over the place. They have concerts. They have sporting events, all things right now. They've got tickets to, I saw this banner as I was walking out of the AAC, Olivia Rodrigo coming to the AAC in March. They've got tickets right now, $300 if you want to go see Olivia Rodrigo right now. You can go. And get those and go to the American Airlines and see all the uh, songs that Olivia Rodrigo does. Slightly. Can you name
1: any songs that? Vampire. Nice. Uh, average American Homeschool Girl. Something like that. You're killing it. <laughs> absolutely
0: absolutely <laughs> killing it. Go check out Game Time. See what's available for you. And right now you can use the promo code NBA for $20 off your purchase at Game Time. So check it out. Download the app. Create an account. Use the code NBA to get $20 off your purchase at game time. Game time. Get your tickets. Get them right. Shut it down. Oh no! Let's go home. All right, slightly. The Mavs get great minutes from Tim Hardaway. Talked about him. Talked about Luka just being dominant. Can we talk about Luka playing 44 minutes the night before and then playing 43 minutes tonight? And then he also said he got very little sleep tonight yeah. because we know he's got like a, a week-and-a-half-old baby. At home right now, and uh, he was he was just excellent and on it.
1: Yeah, uh, th- not not ideal for him to be playing this many minutes early on, but um, definitely not. you've you've bought yourself uh, Luca Ressa a uh, second night of a back to back at some point. You've bought yourself there yeah. at the start of the season. Yeah, the opposite of th- like this e- the the inverse
0: is last season where they just kept like they kept hurting themselves and hurting themselves and they didn't take care of business. And so there are games where like oh, Luca's just got to play because they. You know, they can't lose again. <laughs> they can't go yeah. on a, a longer losing streak here. Um, Grant Williams, his return. Played 40 minutes, 5 of 7 from the three-point line. What did you see from
1: Grant, and how did he bounce back? Just ready. I, I just – he was ready to shoot and was shooting, and I thought he did a pretty good job defensively. I mean, tried his hardest on LeBron, really. He did. Um, again, it's just that's – when he's getting downhill like that and, and hitting threes, which he was too, he's an impossible – He's the probably the greatest player of all time, or at least the second greatest player of all time. So, that's just how it go. I I think LeBron's the greatest player of all time. I do not care. Big, I grew up watching. I didn't watch Jordan. Like I don't know what you're saying. Very
0: different, my old co and I just and didn't
1: watch Jordan. I don't think I don't feel like that's that controversial. If I don't watch him, I grew up watching LeBron. I think so Isaac me, would have kicked you off the podcast for for saying that. <laughs> well, Dirk's obviously the goat, but then but yeah, that's correct. You know, Uh the best of all time. The buttons. That's correct. Shut it down.
0: That's correct. That's right. The yeah, Grant Williams coming back. It just he his I hope his shot comes back, right? Like he I hope he's not as streaky as he was to to start the season now, because he was incredible to start and then he went on a a bad streak. Maybe that's what he needed. He needed a couple days off and he needed to get his head right, and boom, he's five of seven. The shot looked really good. I mean he shot form hasn't changed like nothing yeah. has changed with what he's taking and where he's taking them or anything like that he also drove and like hit a little jumper against lebron which i yeah kind of, a little post fade uh, Interesting. he's hit like
1: one of those a game like every yeah, game re- something somewhat i don't remember who it was i chatted him out on twitter after uh the signing was like posting clips from from him at tennessee where he was like legit going to work in the post. And they're yeah. like, I'm interested if the Mavericks tap into this. I posted,
0: um, I posted a video for, of him at practice afterwards where he was like practicing those. Like drive, stop, turnaround, fade. And there was like t- so many comments that said, if Grant Williams is doing this for our team, the season is <laughs> over. And I was like, don't you want people working on things in practice? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what
1: he did in college. Like that's what he was like really good at. Don't you want people to add anything
0: to their game? And he's done he's done it so far and it's it's helped bail the Mavericks out a couple of possessions here and there. If
1: the ball goes in the hoop, I don't care. <laughs> I genuinely don't. And justifies the means offensively, yeah. <laughs> slightly biased. That is it. Ball going hoop. Uh
0: Rashawn Holmes. We got Rashawn Holmes minute. When Dwight Powell was the uh the poster child, quite literally, because <laughs> the Mavs give out like one of those posters that you can turn into a fan and like make noise. I saw that. I saw
1: that
0: Dwight Powell was on the poster and Rashawn Holmes got some time. And I thought he was really good in his minutes. He had seven rebounds, three of them on the offensive end. He had two assists. One of them was a great cut to Luca and another one was another kick out for a three, I believe. And uh, I thought he had some good defensive play. he, He didn't get credit for a block, but I thought he had one in this game, but yeah, Rashawn Holmes. We got some good minutes from him. And is it just the Lakers, or can Rashawn Holmes bring something in that spot?
1: It's teams like the Lakers that are that play yeah. big and they don't space the floor on you and get you out of the perimeter. Like you yeah. can just chill under the basket. It's nice to have a player like this though. Like that's that's a good player to have for a matchup like this, and he plays really well. I mean, I get, I really respect the role guys who don't get a lot of minutes like him. Markeith Morris, who, you know, was okay tonight but was really good last night, mm-hmm. who just step in after not playing for like a week or two and just play really hard. I mean, that's those are valuable guys to have on the team that aren't going to complain, that know their role and are cool with it. Like, that's seriously valuable. So I, the, I give them props for that. Those guys
0: help build a culture too, a culture mm-hmm. of, hey, we're, we're we're winning. Like, everybody's expecting next man up mentality. Like, what comes with that is the, guy, the next guy up has to be ready. It has to be ready to, to go for it. It has to be ready to – uh, play the role that he's asked, and not try to do more so he can prove more. Right, like Rashawn Holmes could, he could take more shots if he wanted. Like he could, he could have taken some of those. Like you know, he tried to go back up with it instead of kicking over for an assist. Like he could have done some of that kind of stuff to try and put up more points to try and get more opportunity later. But he's doing the right thing. He's coming in making the right plays, and you love to see it. And so I, we'll see what other kind of teams they can use him against. But yeah, it does. It does feel like the, these type of teams, like you said, he he excels against
1: yeah well and also too, guys like Rashawn Holmes I mean the reality is, is he's not going to spend his career with the Mavericks so he'll be on another team at some point that's just I mean that's just the reality of the situation right like I think we said that about time, Dwight Powell too. is <laughs> well, I don't know if Rashawn Holmes is as great in the community as Dwight okay I, great mean, I saw leader. some pictures of Dwight in, in the hospital and he looked like he was making some kids days so they hey they love him Dallas loves him the city does not the fans the city, the people. I think some really fans good. like Dwight
0: Powell. I think the non online fans, the non online MABs fans. That is true. I feel like they're
1: actually, I don't know. I have some friends who aren't online <laughs> that will send me a text every now and then. And I I'm have, just like, dude.
0: I have friends that will send me texts too on the subtext. Anytime Dwight does something bad, I get a subtext text where it's like, what is up? Can we just get rid of this guy? I'm
1: like, yeah. <laughs> what did he do to you? Yeah, I'm not in the front office, guys. I want you guys to remember that when you say stuff like that to me. But not like guys like Rashawn Holmes. Like they're they're trying out every night. So if they put stuff on film where it's like, oh, that was a great winning play by Rashawn Holmes, some team could see that and be like, all right, you know, 15th guy down the road, like. I'm just saying, like his contract will run out. And he's a guy who's kind of on the bubble in no. the league, I would say. Sorry, I was laughing because I just realized I
0: had the wrong background up for the entire the entire time. It was all it was all the grizzly stuff. I was like, why is Hardy
1: on my rundown? Oh, <laughs> oh I, I didn't I didn't have it covered up with my audacity, so I didn't even notice. Oops.
0: Oops. Uh oh well. Yeah. You no, know, role players stepping up. I feel like that's the story of this game is like they they role players had to because they were doubling Luka so much. And we got role players that stepped up. Tim Hardaway, Dante, Exum, Grant Williams, even Derek Lively. I think Derek Lively had just some great stuff. Like he defended AD really well
1: at times. It's just uh when he's on, man, that is just such a hard task. I mean, AD. yeah,
0: AD AD was was great, and it looked like yeah. it looked like it was back against the Pacers, but he had some good possessions against him. You know, yeah. And that's what you I mean. Can like ask I said, for, that's like an
1: almost an impossible cover whenever AD's going and really going, which he was tonight. So you gotta tip your cap to Derek Lively because he did, you know, was in a little bit of foul trouble. Um, little, I, yeah. I actually thought, admittedly, I thought that the refs were a little bit lenient with him sometimes. Like, I thought there were some plays where they could have called fouls, but they didn't. I mean, they were letting him play for the most part.
0: Not in the first half.
1: The first half, yeah.
0: the first half was at least not letting the maps play. There was, that, there was just some weird calls in this game it's in the first half. I thought the second half. Most things are fine. The Tim Hardaway Jr. hanging on the rim tech
1: is yeah, that's terrible. That's garbage. Like get that out of the game. That's
0: honestly like a safety thing. If he
1: swings on that and he just lets go, he just runs right into the stanchion. (laughs) (laughs) Like anytime, anytime that happens in a game, especially if it's like a national broadcast, they'll be like, "Oh, they made that a point of emphasis." It's like why? Why is that a point of emphasis? I don't understand. Just like taunting, I guess too. That's not even, like, how often is a player, like, actually taunting when they're hanging on the rim? It's almost always because... It's like celebration, So, but you're, like, you're taunting your accomplishment, I guess.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, who cares? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> yeah. That is the question. Uh, yeah, lively, though. In, in, amazing. Eight points, eight boards, four offensive rebounds, two. Two steals, three blocks in this game. That's crazy. Just some great... And those two post-ups. This post-up game, like, his little stop, jump, hook, like... He's getting the rhythm down. He's
1: just such a fast learner. I keep just saying that every time because it's so true. That's a nice little wrinkle to have, man. That's a nice little wrinkle. Oh, my. I'm sorry. This is unrelated. Draymond Green just got ejected from another game. (laughs) (laughs) Jokic got ejected. Draymond
0: gets ejected. They just don't want any of the players to play tonight, but Draymond getting ejected is hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's funny.
0: The Mavs play the Warriors soon, right?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm very, I mean, listen, man, if the Mavs beat the Timberwolves on Thursday, there's not a lot you're going to be able to tell me. (laughs) Well, they get one day off and then they have
0: the home game on Thursday. Uh, Slightly and I will be here on Thursday night to break down Mavs Timberwolves. Timberwolves are playing really well. The thing is, and I I put this down earlier this week on the show, uh, the Mavs will play the Timberwolves well because... Luca can neutralize Rudy Gobert. And without
1: Rudy Gobert, they're five points worse on offense and defense when he sits. Interesting. It's not good. So interesting. And McDaniels and Edwards have both been missing some time. So I don't know if I don't know what their statuses is, to yeah. be honest with you. And their their half court defenses or their half court
0: offense has been like seventeenth or fifteenth in the NBA, which is it'll be
1: a fun matchup, man. I mean, I I it's a tough matchup for the Mavericks for a lot of reasons, but they've been handling these bigger matchups better lately than they were at the start of the season. They're just figuring it out, grinding it out, grinding these games out. It'd be a great test for lively too. I'm excited. Very good. Yeah. Back. Like where, yeah. it, where it all started
0: with those two yeah, preseason, preseason games.
1: games. Yeah.
0: So there you go. Come back on Thursday tomorrow, Dana Larson and I will have you covered with all kinds of Mavs stuff. Um, and we'll have the, the episode for tomorrow, then slightly and me. And then, um, then on Saturday, we'll have the, the post game as well against the the blazers. So, Come back. We're here five days a week. Guys, thanks for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.